I'm Dylan Moore. And you're listening to this Campus, is Conversations. Campus Conversations. I forgot to turn your mic on there for a minute there. <laughs> hey, that happens. A <laughs> little bit of technical difficulties. Um, Lorraine subbing in for Russell this week. What's going on? Uh, we're here and we're, we're doing things, aren't we? You know what? I'm glad Russell's not here. Yeah. Just, just joking. <laughs> Called out. And you know what? He's not even here to say anything. I know. Thank goodness. All right. We do have a caller on the line, apparently. So let's... Uh, Speaking. All right. Yeah, one, one second here. Aha, my friend, this is a Mr. Russell Merrill-Bavell. Right, of of course. <laughs> oh, I, I, I thought you were coming into studio, but apparent, here you are calling in. Clearly yeah. not in studio. Uh, well, no, but there's a, there's a reasonable, the reasonable explanation for that. All right, it is my, my better half. My, my wife's uh, birthday was yesterday. She just turned 30. That's right, the big dirty 30. <laughs> and uh, we, we spent an evening in Niagara, and tragically... We are uh, currently driving driving home, so uh, we couldn't make it into the show, but I still wanted our listeners out there to know that I'm thinking about you, and I wish I could be there, and that you can guarantee I'll be back next week. And also, on that note, I would like to thank a Miss Lorraine, who has uh, graciously stepped in to, uh, to make sure that, well, basically, Dylan, to make sure you don't blow it. Yeah. Okay. Basically, uh, she's <laughs> it's the saving grace, the light, the light uh, beyond the tunnel is the I, end of the tunnel. The I think end. is what you're looking for, but you were on the right track. And this is why I can't do the show solo. So thank you. But I appreciate you calling in to let us know that you won't be in studio. Um, but we can catch yeah. you next week. Yeah. Wonderful. Thanks. Uh, thank you for uh, everybody for tuning in. And again, I will be back next week, and I'll be checking in in the second hour. Okay. All right. Well, so we'll see you then. Thanks. So I don't, I don't really even know who that was, but hey, it happens. We got, we got a phone call here. We got phone here, so you can call in whenever you want. Um, but we got some great guests for coming up for the next hour. We got um, a student in 3D animation who's going to come in and talk. We have a um, one of our uh, classmates who was head of a morning show, a French morning show over the summer. So you're going to come talk about that. Been probably quite the adventure there, and then we have a, uh, a former classmate coming in to talk about his uh, his film being in TIFF. Yeah, tonight. it's awesome, very exciting. Yeah, some very cool stuff. Um, yeah, this 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 format we're doing it's it's been a lot of fun bringing on a rotating, a, a revolving. I think Russell said revolving door of guests, which is there we go. The, the good Russell's way. always got the right words. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's a, a shame he's not here. I guess because we might stutter our way through this. You know, but it's a good trait to have for uh, radio, being able to speak. It's always positive. Um, <laughs> You know, yeah, we had some technical difficulties earlier today. We got our the systems are all upgraded, which is uh, which is great. But as you know, as you'd expect, there's always some kinks to iron out. Dylan Moore here with um, Lorraine Postma. How's it going? Oh, it's going good. And we're joined with our guest, Jessica Ruley. Hello. And you are a student in the 3D animation program. Yep. So that's a super interesting. I mean, I mean, I, I play. I like to play video games. Okay, I'll be real here. And 3D animation—you kind of need that for video games, right? Oh yeah. So tell us a bit about the three. You were telling us before about the 3D animation program, and it sounds super interesting. I am not. Well, I'm. I'm. I'm not artistic. I can't draw for the life of me. I don't he, he's really bad at drawing. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so, but still, like the 3D animation program seems like something I wish I could get into, but I can't. I don't know. Tell, can you tell us a bit about that? Like you're telling us about you have programs for sculpting and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also interesting. Like 
You can create just about anything you can imagine or at least draw in these 3D sculpting programs. You need to have some talent with you or skill. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't just get on there and, and, and do like a, a draft, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It, <laughs> you have to understand so many things about like construction. Like, oh. if you, like, let's say you were trying to model or build a building in one of these programs. Like, it's just like knowing your basic shapes and then you have to build from there. Hmm. Cool. So it's kind of it's got like a semi engineer kind of aspect to it. Is there any physics involved? Like, can I can you make something top heavy? Ooh, physics. Will, will yeah. it will it fall over? That's such a good question. <laughs> that is a good question. <laughs> you know what? I'm only in second year. Calm down. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, you'll, at least you can report report to us in the future. Oh, exactly. If you build some building and it just collapses on you. Yeah, but there is a lot of uh, physics nodes that you can put into your animation. Like they're just presets and everything. So. Oh, that's that's super cool. So you're into. You, would you consider yourself an artist? Yes. Yes, yeah, so you like to draw and stuff like that. Um, and and with that, are you are you big into like the artist, the the art? Have you gone to the 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 Royal? Was it not the Royal Ontario Museum? The oh the um, art gallery of Hamilton. Art? I haven't been to the Hamilton. I don't even know if Hamilton has one. Does what? it? Yeah. Yes. AG, AGH. Yeah. It oh, does. Are you talking about the AGO, the I've Art Gallery the AG... of Ontario? Yeah, I've been to that one. Oh yeah. Okay. So, are you someone who can go in there and appreciate all the art? Yeah, I'm I'm a total art appreciator. Like it even goes beyond visual art, but visual art is the thing I'm good at. Basically. It's probably the easiest. Um yeah. can you appreciate those um Greek sculptures where their thingies are hanging out? <laughs> There's leaves for that. <laughs> that's why that's why they have the petals. Cause I went okay, I went to the AGO some odd months ago and I and I stumbled across the modern art section. Um and that that threw me off. Because like you would see, you'd see like a picture, which is just like, it'd be like an or just an orange canvas with like a white dot into it. Apparently it's worth like $50 million. Minimalism, man. Is that what it is? Yeah. Are you into modern art at all? Like, can you just tell us, do you get it? I feel like you need to go there and you have to understand. You know, I think you have to be that kind of artist in order to appreciate it. I mean, I can kind of understand the ideas behind the art but like i wouldn't get into it myself okay I, i'm more of a realist yeah fair enough fair, I fair enough people by Makes the way sense. That, that painting at the ago ago we love that painting so if you <laughs> painted that it's great I, i'm just i'm just uh i don't know i don't have the intelligence behind me to understand it that's that's all it is yeah that's true <laughs> so why why did you choose the 3d animation program oh 3d animation okay well <laughs> Um, my main goal is to get into the video game industry. Okay. But um, other than animating, doing computer animation, I'm also I also want to do like um, concept art and pre-production. So that's all the work that goes into the animation before it's actually animated. So there's like script writing, um, the concept designs, like designing environments and characters uh, that. That appeals a little more to me, but I still want to get into animation as a skill. Okay, how come? What's what makes the uh, concept art like like uh, what 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 about that appeals to you versus animation? I, I know animation appeals to you as well, but why concept art? What does that stand out more? Yeah, honestly, as an artist, 
I think the thing I love the most is taking ideas and visualizing them. So if someone gives me an outline of a character or an idea for them or uh, let's say, I don't know, something video game related, could even be an environment or a weapon, then I would draw it out and try to apply all their ideas to the specific thing. Okay. And see if they like it. So that's what you like then? Like taking an idea and making it something? Yeah. That's so sick. Yeah. Cool. So, so correct me if I'm wrong though. So with the concept art, you're able to go as crazy as you want. Like I could say I want I want a werewolf that's that's 20 feet tall that has a flamethrower and a sword at the same time. So you could easily draw that out. But then I guess adapting that into a 3D animation, you have to dull the details down a bit. Well, yeah, it does depend on what animation style it is. Like, uh-huh. Let's say if it was 2D, then yeah, it would be a lot simpler. <laughs> okay. Uh, but if you're going for like full-scale CGI, then yeah, it would. Uh, you you could put whatever you want on it. <laughs> I know for myself, like if I'm playing a video game um, and it'll, it'll have some like crazy monsters in it, sometimes it'll come with like a little booklet that shows the concept art behind it. And I can look at the concept yeah. art and I'm like, wow, the, the, the thing looks nothing like the concept art. Like the concept art has so much more detail, looks so much more gruesome. And then in the video game itself, it's like a little bit more dulled down, which I imagine just comes down. It's harder to implement sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I, I see what you mean. Um, sometimes the artist will draw something and they don't end up putting it in the final. But yeah, that all depends on, you know, what they want in the end product. So these, that's why they bring out all these ideas and then they just work from there. But most of the time, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> cool. I, I wish I had the skills to draw stuff. What I have an interesting question I've been thinking about. Okay, so, <clears throat> so with animation changing, um, I think from two D to three D and like CGI, you see, like you know that's a thing, right? Like the oh, Lion yeah. King is not. I don't. I haven't seen the new Lion King. I haven't either. But do you guys think that movies are going to come out in two D animation anymore, like they used to, like old Disney movies, or do you think it's going to totally uh, shift? to like 3D and CGI. Yeah, that's definitely where the industry is going because yeah. even even Sheridan like they were very into 2D animation but they're now changing over to more 3D because 2D is just it's not um, So you think it's, it's going to be money sound. <laughs> yeah, okay. So 2D is going out of style. That's unfortunate. Yep. I feel like there's a certain charm to 2D, but yeah. I, I bet you 10 years in the future there's going to be a comeback with it. Mm-hmm. There's um a video game that came out, oh, I forget what's Cuphead. Yeah. Are, you, are you familiar with that? Are Cuphead. you familiar with the game Cuphead? Yeah. So yes. it was actually designed in Oakville. And what I thought was cool about that game is that everything was hand-drawn. All the art was hand-drawn, and it was created the same way the old Popeye cartoons were made. And you can tell it has that old that that old yeah. cartoon feel it's got to like it the film grain over top of it and like old music and the background's all watercolor yeah it, i it, love it do you have that game i do not ah oh, dude i have it it looks hard you guys should come over and play it we'll, we'll, we'll have to do that <laughs> but i think that's what it, sometimes the charm it, like they make a comeback because they go out of style yeah and then they come back in style 2d will be 2d is nostalgic now and it will become more and more nostalgic i think for people in our age group it's a little fresh i didn't even realize that they're not really making 2d movies anymore yeah but We'll have to keep an eye out. Something I've been oh, thinking yeah. about. Yeah, I know I know what you mean. It's exactly about aesthetic. Like, you guys brought up The Lion King, mm-hmm. uh-huh. which is considered one of the 
greatest, most beautiful animated movies That's ever true. made. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen the new one. Nice. And I hated it. You hated it? Why? <laughs> you know, it. the realistic lions were, like, amazing. Uh-huh. Like, I, I can't even fathom trying to build a realistic lion on a computer and then have it look so real. But at the same time, it just didn't have the charm mm-hmm. of the yeah. hand-drawn animation. Like, they didn't look like characters. Yeah, I it, heard somebody said, like, the emotional. Like, you can't have a lion express emotion because they just don't. Yeah, you know? that's... So uh, you kind of lose that. Yeah. I've heard. Interesting. Well, Jessica, thanks for coming on. That was... That's a field that I have no idea how to do anything in, but I appreciate it. So thank no you for problem. sharing uh, the program with us. Thank you. You'll listen to Campus Conversations with myself, Dylan. I'm and Lorraine. And Lorraine. <laughs> and we have joined with us in studio is Mr. Justin O'Coin. Welcome. Hello. Hey. You, you're a fellow classmate of ours in the, yeah. in the second year of uh, radio. That is correct. But, but you had quite an, advent- uh, an adventure this summer. Yes, yes. Well, I'm originally from Cape Breton, Nova Scotia, and well, after the fir- well, the first year ended in April, I went home, and I basically all summer from April to like the end of August, I worked at my local radio station in Cape Breton, Nova Scotia, in Shetty Cam. Shetty Cam. Nice. I I don't I don't know that area. No, <laughs> Can't yeah. say familiar with the uh, that that part. Uh, yeah. So, so you, so you um, you applied for this job over the summer, right? Yeah. Um. Uh, basically, this job, like this, it's a kind of a long story how I got this job. It all started like, you know, like uh, before I even came to Mohawk College. Like I, I was doing my co-op pro- program for high school there, and I had initially asked, "Hey, is there a job, like a summertime job here?" Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Sadly." We d- we only offered that job for like college students. Okay. And, like, they they kind of hinted like, but if you come back next summer, well, I'm per- we're guarantee that you'll get a job here. So I'm like, okay. They're yeah. like they they're trying to keep the the net. They're like net almost networking. They're like, hey, we'll remember you. Yeah. Come talk to us when you got a little bit of experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, uh, first year goes by, and around February, I was like thinking like, oh. In two months, I'm gonna have to go home and get find some work. And uh, so February, I contacted the radio station and I'm like, "Hey, you got like any job openings for like the summertime?" And like they immediately responded like, "Yeah, yeah, we got a job opportunity like uh, 13 bucks an hour, seven hours a day for five days a week." Okay, not bad. And, yeah, perfect, was- full time. Pretty much. Yeah, full time. And as a college student, you're always willing to make that money on your free time, which is yes. the, it turns out to be the summer. Yes, yes. And uh, basically, when I got home in April, um, I'd landed in Cape Breton like the 20, probably 25th or something like that. And like the 27th, I think, I went to go see at the station to go see my boss and like to have a chat with him and see what I was doing. Because I applied for any radio job yeah. that I could get. That's right. Thing, oh, I'll probably just do like producing or produce, help produce commercials and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I get there and he's like, yeah, so you're going to be in charge of the morning show every morning, five days a week from 7 to 10. And, uh, and that, that's yeah. a big deal in radio. The morning yeah. show is what people want. That's yeah, where yeah, the money yeah. is. So, right? Yeah. 
I, w I wasn't really expecting that. Like, oh, I'm like this 18-year-old kid. They're giving me this 18-year-old kid the morning show. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, so that's... Sweet. That must have been kind of, um, like, overwhelming... Oh yeah, yeah. Our shows here, we have a two-hour show that we prep for, but we have like a group of people where we're like, we did shows on our sister station Ignite Radio, yeah. and you're in groups of five and six. Yeah, you have help. Yeah, yeah. Now, but now you, you're doing a morning show for how how long was the show show each it day? It was three hours from seven to ten. So seven to ten, and you're having to do all the prep all by yourself, right? Yep. Got it, gone to the studio at six a.m. every morning. Did prep. I was doing the show basically on my own. I was working the board. I was doing everything. So that's that, that's gonna be. It's one thing to be, you know, here at at the Hawk. You know, it's a college station. Hiccups yeah. tend to happen, you know. But yeah. that's it's a little expected. But yeah. you know, now you're at a doing the morning show for a uh, for, for for you know like a local radio station as well. Yes. And um, you just get thrown to the sticks, right? To, to yes, the, uh, there was like brief train, like oh, like. I was like shown how like their board works and like how like their system works. Like they don't use uh, iMedia Touch; they use Wind Media. Wind Media? Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Dang. Sure. Um, and so you were, were were you really nervous? Yes. So um, well, one thing you guys should know is that this is a this was a French radio station. That's right. Okay. Now, so, now did you have trouble? You know, you've been here for like eight months, where not many people are speaking French, right? Yeah, yeah. So then you go back. To, is this something where it's like tough to kind of get back into the French mindset? A little bit. It was kind of like a like a readjust to like certain French words that I hadn't really used in eight months and kind of forgot okay. like the proper pronunciations. And uh, so a little funny story. Like like the first few days I was working there, I was like it was kind of like a transitioning. So I wasn't just like I was just thrown to the wolf. So it was kind of like a little transitioning. I worked with like like the guy that's like r there regularly. Sure. And like the thing about this station, like most of the hosts or whatever, they're how would I put this? Like they're in the golden age, I guess they would say. Like they're not young. Like they've they're old. Yeah, they're old. <laughs> a little bit older. Okay, yeah. <laughs> they're 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 older people. Like they've earned like their four months off. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so, like, I worked with one of them, like, the, maybe, like, the first week, like, the first day, I just sat there and absorbed what he did, and then the second day, I kind of, sort of, co-host with him for, like, one or two days, and then, like, by the end of the week, I was like, all right, this is your show, I'm going to absorb you. <laughs> wow, and then, that's quick. Um, He's kind of like, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> One one of the main issues that I did, like um, uh, you were saying before we went on the air, Lorraine, that you were good at weather. I am absolutely terrible at weather, <laughs> especially I'm no no I'm terrible at it in English. So having to do it in French was uh, quite difficult. First time doing it live, I stuttered every second word. <laughs> it was awful. It was terrible. So. For the rest of the summer, what I ended up doing was uh, pre-recording my weather early nice. in the morning. Yeah, there we go. Nice. And say like, and that was your weather provided by Environment Canada at 
six o'clock this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and I use that taping for the, for like the remainder of the show. Hey, that's smart. That is yeah. smart. You're adapting. Yeah, yeah that is I, good. I, I adapted quickly. Like the first week, like, you know, like reading like what's going on in the community, like in French, like there was a lot of words that like, I'd like pause and like, like search what I'm doing. Sure. Did any listeners like call you out? And oh yeah. Like, who is this <laughs> Oh yeah, you say <laughs> he, he, was, he says it like, oh yeah, yeah, every oh, day yeah, I had absolutely. somebody call in. So was it a Quebec station then? No, 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 Primarily? no, 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 no. Oh, no. did they just speak a lot of French in Nova Scotia or what? Yeah, well, it's a Acadian French community. Oh. Like, it's a predominantly French community. Like, we're pretty bilingual. All mm-hmm. around, but it's a French radio station. Mm-hmm. Did, did you speak a lot of French before you moved here? For oh September? yeah, yeah. I went to a, a French school from primary to twelve, so that wasn't a an, an major issue. Wow. It was a matter of like mo- like I had moved here for eight months, hadn't spoken a word of French, uh-huh. and then going back, it's like oh, I've forgotten more than I thought I would. Yeah, and it's probably it's probably like little um. Little details that change over, especially yeah. when you're on the radio and you're having to talk and do yeah, yeah. bits. Like you might do it, have a joke that works in English, but the the punchline really doesn't really work as well in French. You yeah. know, so that, that's pretty interesting. But that's uh, I know when you sh- when you told our class that everyone was like, "Whoa, what? Like you you were in charge of the morning show? That's a huge deal." Yeah. And I figured you know you got to come on, share it. That's it's pretty crazy, especially when you only got, like, got the one year of college experience under yeah. your belt. So yeah, I, w- I was pretty surprised too. Like. Again, like, I was expecting, like, to do, like, producing and stuff like that and, like, maybe occasionally go in the air. Mm -hmm. But no, they're like, here, we're giving you the morning show. I'm like, sweet. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Justin. Uh, It was my pleasure. It was quite the adventure, and I'm sure... uh, Justin O'Coin. Yeah, Justin O'Coin. Look out for him. Look out for him. Listen for him. The morning show host. This is just the beginning of a wonderful career for me. And we're excited to hear more about it. Yeah. Dylan Moore here with... Lorraine Postma. And we have our guest, William Weber, joined with us. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going pretty good. Um, Former classmate and... You've got you got a lot going on in the film world tonight, don't you? Yes, I uh, before I was in radio with uh, you two, I was actually in television broadcasting. Right. I thought I, uh, I graduated the year before, and during the summer, right before I started up radio, I got involved with this short film called Death Game. Death Game. Yeah, Ooh. it was just it was just That's a, scary. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> because I, I love horror. I love movies. I love, uh, you know, they asked me to edit it. So, like, okay, I love editing. Let's do this. Cool. It was, a, it was a no pay situation. So, it's like, okay, I'll just do this for some experience. And uh, bada bing, bada boom, it's in the Toronto Independent Film Festival. Wow. Ow, ow. So, so I'm, I don't know much. If anything about the film world, I, I just watch movies. I know that they come on the TV from time to time. Yeah. But <laughs> so it's a, so you mentioned it was a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And getting into the into the TIFF, is there like a process where it has to get approved? Yes, you have to. Uh, the producer oftentimes will uh, gather up some money. There'll be something left over in the budget. You send that over with an entry fee to the organizers, and then they will approve or deny. Oh, interesting. Okay, so it's like a very select. So getting it into TIFF is a big deal. Yes, they are very picky, and we wow. got it in on a rough cut, no less. Oh, wow. And, and TIFF's, it, it's huge. My girlfriend's actually traveling to Toronto for um, some business stuff, but it's the same week as TIFF, and every hotel's booked up. 
Yeah. Yep. It, it's like impossible to find a place to stay. Especially because the, the International Film Festival and the Independent Film Festival happen at the same time. It's a logistics nightmare. And it's all in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, all in Toronto, all wow. localized. Crazy. So that's super cool. So you are you must be busy getting your show prepped for TIFF. Is, is there a lot that goes into it before the actual viewing? Yes, there was a lot of uh, making sure that all the color is good. Uh, the audio takes frickin' forever. It's <laughs> it's a nightmare, and I actually had to end up doing a lot of that over the course of maybe two or three days. Oh wow! Yeah, I work with Will, and he came into work one day, and he's like, "I haven't slept. I submitted something for TIFF, and I was up all night fixing it." I'm like, oh my gosh, man! <laughs> yeah, because we we were told, "Oh yeah, you got in," and then the next day they said, "Okay, we need your uh, submission tomorrow." I was like. What? <laughs> wow. So, and it's it's being premiered tonight, is that right? Yes, tonight it is in the short film block at 7.30 p.m. 7.30 p.m. Now, is it like, um... You should repeat that. <laughs> Death game, play if you dare, tonight at 7.30 p.m. Wow. At the Toronto Independent <laughs> Film Festival. There we go. There's the trailer right there. <laughs> so that's, that's super crazy. And, um... So, like, I, I've never been to TIFF myself. Lorraine, have you, uh... I haven't. I really like movies, but no, I've never been to TIFF. I'm kind of, you know... And Will, have you gone in the past a bunch? No, actually. I, I go to, like, um, conventions and stuff to look at the gears because I'm a bit of a gearhead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to movies, I end up just mostly watching them on Netflix and yeah. in the theater and sure. whatnot. Okay, so... This is your first time going to TIFF, right? Mm -hmm. and, and your show is being premiered. So is it one of those, it's, it's going 7.30 you said, right? It's it's in that block. Oh, they, so there's they, like a... Yeah, they didn't give us the exact times, so that way we don't try to sneak in and out of the theater when our movie premieres. Uh, <laughs> so you got to watch all of them, yep, basically. Exactly. Okay, so you're going to sit down, watch them all, and so you're going to be there with your team and, and friends and stuff, let's say, and... Is this something where you're there and you're there to gauge the audience reaction while watching it? More or less, and uh, it's good for networking as well. So if someone likes the the editing or the sound designer, you know, whatever else I did, then they can be like, "Hey, did you happen to do the uh, the the death game, <laughs> the one with the game of death? Yeah. Yeah. Here's my business card." Very cool. So. And these kind of things, is this where like executives are coming out to like do some scouting for like like uh, amateur talent almost to like. Like poach some talent, I guess. On occasion, yes. It's uh, you'd be sort of looking more like uh, television guys would be looking at this, scouting out uh, who the, uh, the the cheaper talent is. Nice, cool. <laughs> okay, and then your show. Let's say your your movie does great. What what's next? Ooh. You just gotta play it by ear and go with the flow. That's it. Okay, and then Puck is, deep. is there much of like a post? premier, um, I don't know, premier thing that happens? Or is it kind of like, okay, perfect, that went really well, on to the next movie, and you start making the next? Uh, yeah, more or less. Um, the producer, uh, the lovely Lisa Crawford, actually has me on a show that she's trying to shop around. Oh. It's quite wonderful and quite fun. Nice. It's called uh, Are You Curious? Ooh, I, I am. I am very curious. curious. <laughs> Well, that's super interesting. Will, you're going to have to come on next week if you have time and share with how the viewing went because I'm super interested. Yeah, dude. Good luck. Um, so it, Death Game, 7.30 tonight in the short film block. You got it. Perfect. So if you're going to TIFF. Be there your, at B your, Square. Yeah, that's the Toronto Independent Film Festival. Don't get it confused. Don't get it twisted, sister. <laughs> is there another TIFF? Yeah, there's the International oh, Film Festival, the... which is where the Joaquin Phoenix Joker one is coming in, right? Oh, <laughs> no, don't talk about it. That's... So is that just if instead of TIFF? 
<laughs> the or, Toronto International Film Festival. So there's Sorry. two tiffs. That's yeah. It's really it's unnecessarily confusing. Oh boy. Well. Hmm. Anyways, go to the right one. Yeah, go to the right one. And who knows, maybe we'll get some people going to the wrong one, but coming to yours, so... Exactly, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, so that might work out in your favor. Awesome. Thanks, Will, for joining us. So this was... It, it was good. I, I loved hearing about this, and I want to hear some more afterwards. Thank you for having me on. I hope to be back on in about a week. Oh, so, yeah. Sounds good. We'll keep in touch. Campus Conversations with myself, Dylan Moore. I'm Lorraine Postma. And we're joined in studio with Taylor Rosso. Yeah, hello. So, you are a, uh, uh, a classmate... I was going to say a student. A classmate of ours... <laughs> And um, in the in the radio broadcasting. See. So, you getting into the program, you basically like right out of high school, right? Yeah. Came into it. So, like, why radio? Well, well technically, I came here to Mohawk for uh, pre media and entertainment, oh. and that got me into it. So you've been yeah. to school for a year before coming into. Yes. So yeah. this pre media. Um, I've reached out to that program too. We're gonna to have some students from there. But, but what exactly is pre-media? Well, pre-media is like kind of general, um, general courses, but for the media. So you learn a little bit about it, like TV. Yeah, and, TV, oh, video editing, um, journalism. Yeah, photoshopping, nice. history about it. It's huh. so much fun. The like the teachers are amazing. Cool. So nice. Oh my gosh. So the idea for pre media is that by the time how long is the is the program? Is it only a year? Oh, so it's one year. Yeah. So you take the one year course and by the end they're hoping you're like, Oh, I wanna get into T V or I wanna get into radio oh, yeah. or I wanna get into journalism, right? Yeah, exactly. So you took that and how come you came out of it wanting to do radio? Honestly, they didn't do much of radio like um focusing, but I did, I love listening to music, I love talking to people, um, and the music uh, and society, the popular music and society course, mm -hmm. really helped me, got me really interested, and I, I just loved the idea of being on the radio. So is it, is where you wanna, your, your, your aspirations after the program, is it more directed to being on the radio, or is it like, because radio, a lot of people in our class are not, Super interested in the radio, maybe, but you know, like voiceovers or uh, or podcasting or music production. Hmm. But yours is you want to be on air on the radio. At first, I think I want I wanted to be on air definitely, but I think going through this program, radio broadcasting, it really helped me grow into possibly getting into marketing and uh, producing. Producing is so much fun. I love being on the board. Sure, mm -hmm. so it's a lot of power. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I can control everything. I can cut your mic right now if I wanted to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you, you coming now that you've been into radio for a year, you're leaning towards more of the um, behind the scenes yes, stuff. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, though, I, though I do love having conversations with like all the hosts and everybody on air. It's just it feels a lot of adrenaline for me to handle. So mm -hmm. it is. It's a tough. Uh, it's a tough part of the industry. Yes. From what I. But it's still fun. It's still What's fun. nice about production is you get to like hold not hold it hold your work, but you get to in a way you know like listen to it, show people like when you're on air. It's kind of like, listen to me, and then it's over, and it happens again, but there's, you got nothing to hold on to, you know what I'm saying? Like, we had yeah. Jessica join us from a 3D animation earlier, and she said, having the idea and being able to put it on paper. Mm -hmm. It's the same idea, yeah. but you're making a sound clip. Yeah, and then yeah. people can hear it instead of, like, see it, because with, like, different people... And how um, they take information, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like someone could pitch you, like I want to create this 
because it's a theater of the mind, right? Yeah, so yeah. you have sound effects. You have to make someone imagine something, but people might picture something different than what you're picturing. Mm-hmm. But it is cool to for someone to be like, "This is the idea I want." Mm-hmm. Can you create it? And then you can create it. And then, but they're they'd be like, "No, that's not what I said." And yeah. You're like, "Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure I interpreted it exactly what you said. <laughs> you just got it a little bit wrong." But um, yeah, I, I definitely know what you mean. Um, it, it is pretty cool whether it's like commercials. Is there anything in production that you're interested in? Because that's the thing when it comes to like uh, like radio stuff, <laughs> production. You, you got like commercials. You got short stories you mm-hmm. can create. There's um, this there's, there's now with podcasts and there's so many oh, yeah. different types of podcasts. Whether it's a talk radio podcast or it's like a um, people. The, the, the word I heard people call it was podumentaries, which oh. are like documentaries but podcast form. So there's like tons you can build. Is there anything specific that you're like, yeah, I want to create that? I haven't. Um, oh, what's the word? Sorry. Um, I haven't gone around. I have to get around the programs, but I haven't found anything real yet. But uh, um, I love doing promos. I love making those. Cool. So cool. much fun. So if if I could give you, let's say it's like ten years in the future, mm-hmm. you've you've learned everything there is to learn about production, mm. and if you had the choice of ending up in one, uh, one one job, it would be producing promos and like like being the producer of a radio station. Uh, I'm still in that journey of my life. I, I still don't know, but right now, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, but. I'll see where it goes. Go with the wind stuff. <laughs> yeah. Very cool stuff. Well, thanks for coming on and sharing that thanks with us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, this was fun. And um, we'll have to, as the year goes on, yeah. we'll have to see how those production, maybe maybe get you producing some, like, I don't know. Promos. Promos Ooh, for yeah. the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have some ideas. <laughs> cool stuff. All right. Thanks, uh, Taylor, for joining us. Um, this is Campus Conversations with myself, Dylan Moore. And Lorraine Postma. And we've got two guests that joined us. Well... Here I am, uh, Mr. Russell Merritt Bovell. You know, I thought we locked the door. Yeah, well, there's no keeping me out. You should know that by now. Just kicked it in. Uh, We also got Chris Coral with us. Yeah. (laughs) How's it going, guys? Wonderful. Fine. I like to call this a little clown fiesta, and we got all four mics on the... that they're alive. You know what it is? It's a medley the, a of clown misfits. Fiesta? A medley clown of fiesta. misfits. <laughs> there it is. So, um, so yeah, we got the uh, myself, the host, the co-host, the co-co-host, and then our our guest. Oh, and thanks. That that feels great. <laughs> it's you can right. be the co-co co-host. All right. Yes. Fine. As long as I have an official title. <laughs> well, <laughs> the real is. co-host just got shafted to co-co-host. So. Well, that's not true, Lorraine. I have to say, I. Uh, he said it. Well, no, but you see, here's the thing about radio is the audience didn't realize that he was pointing at you and then me. He was pointing at me. Yeah, she's taking my job. (laughs) Uh, It's all over, folks. Tune in next week. Yeah. (laughs) I'll be on. I would just like to take a moment really quickly. Um, I I did rush in here. Um, I know um, I got a chance to speak with everyone out there on the way in from the phone, but I would like to just genuinely thank Lorraine for doing such a wonderful job and um, not just doing such a great job of the air, but, but for really stepping up when I couldn't be here and uh, it, it, you know it's, it's genuinely appreciated and I think she's done a wonderful job I think we could all agree on that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. everybody yeah. agree with him thanks Russell my pleasure and uh, thank you again of course anytime well obviously. Chris we brought you on because you're a big movie critic yeah you uh, you like to dig deep break them down and really discuss some of the matters of different movies I think we should get yeah. right into the Joker no. 
Sorry, okay. that that was an inside no, joke I, to our I, listeners. Uh, Chris has done everything in his po- uh, humanly possible to avoid every trailer, every. Story. I, don't even, I don't even want to know who's going to be a big character in the movie. I don't want to know <laughs> anything about the movie. All right, I saw the teaser trailer, and all I saw was Walking Phoenix because Phoenix's crazy eyes, and I thought, okay, that's all I need. I'm so I could I could ruin your life on so many levels right now, Russell. Yeah, well, that will ruin <laughs> our never friendship do that. forever. Of course, I wouldn't. <laughs> well, that will ruin our friendship forever. So think wisely. This oh. is turning into like a little Jerry Springer. Yeah, yeah we added one more person, and this is getting intense. This is lively. Bad. Yeah. Well, you are the father. <laughs> <laughs> we got some. Uh, I got a trailer for you. Uh, hopefully, it's you, you don't have the same opinion as you do with the Joker. Otherwise, this is a little bit of a train wreck. But here we go. Let me know what you think. It was supposed to be Judgment Day. Oh, not this one either, man. <laughs> you, Come on. you want me to turn this one down? <laughs> Saved. Okay. Well, okay. So it's. Uh, do you want to know who's all back in that movie, or do you not want to know? I heard who's back already yeah. because of some loud mouths earlier. <laughs> all right. I am not said loud mouth, by the way. All right. Yeah. No, you're not. All right. I don't think it's me. So. It's, it's 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 the Terminator. If you, if you don't know, the new Terminator Terminator movie is coming out. Are you excited? Yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of the franchise. Um, I enjoyed Genesis, although uh, I Ooh, think that's a that's a controversial no, don't statement. Wrong. No, no, I enjoyed it. I didn't say it was good. I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy movies that are not good. I love Big Bang Theory. I think it's crap. <laughs> I enjoy raisins. Yeah. Sometimes I love raisins. Yeah. yeah. And why would you have raisins when you can have grapes? There's a reason they sell box of raisins. So drier. I don't know. <laughs> I said I enjoy them. I don't love them. <laughs> All right, so we won't get into discussing these new movies coming out. There seems to be some big ones, although I feel like there's a certain trend where they're constantly not doing re- they're doing remakes, they're doing sequels, they're doing prequels. I it's been I, I can't remember the last time I saw an original movie that I was like, yo, this is a great movie. Yeah, yeah, like something uh, something that's not based on stuff you've seen a million times over, you yeah. know, something a little risque, you know, something something that's not afraid to be like, yeah, so this is what we're presenting to you, like it or not, this is unfiltered, this is it, you know? Yeah, there's been a few of them, but like it's so little that it's, I don't know, my, my, my passion for movies has dwindled over the years, but I want to ask you guys, unpopular movie opinions. I, I know mine, if I'll go first. Yeah, you go I first. I love comic books, and I love the superhero war- universe. You're a red-blooded male, that's usually... We but all- I'm not a fan of the movies. I, I, I don't really when the new Avengers movie comes out I don't really care me neither man but I love the comics so that's my and I know people love that whole franchise but for me it's like uh, they tend to be a little predictable and I even though the comic books are just the same they're, they're predictable you know he's, they're gonna be okay in the end okay but can I chime in on that one I agree with you 100% they're becoming very predictable and very cookie cutter esque however the way they tie them all together, the way the, it, this is never, this is uncharted territory. No one has ever been able to take 23 films and, and make them into one solid, like. What, 23 so- comics? You mean? No, or 23, 23 films. There's, there's 23 films now in the, in the, yeah. so far. Oh, and yeah. there's like another eight, and they're, and they're, they're only in, I mean, they just keep coming. And Which I, is, it's a double edged sword, though, because for me, if I'm like, okay, you know what, maybe I do want to go back and watch them, I have to go on Google, and they'll be like, well, before you watch this one, make sure you watch these seven. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing I miss about movies. You know, when the Spider Man movies were just Spider Man movies, you didn't have to watch the last few Avengers movies to get it, you know? That part I can understand. Yeah, yeah. that's why I'm so excited. That's one of the reasons I'm excited for this Joker movie. It's not connected. 
connected to the DCEU. It's its own thing. See, you know? he, and, and we're a bunch of geeky dudes. I'm curious about the Speak one... Speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm curious about the one, not the only woman in the room, but the one woman who has a microphone in the room. I'm curious about your thoughts on, on all of this sort of comic book hoopla that, that has been dominating theaters for the last 10 years. Yeah, it bores the crap out of me. I think <laughs> like I think comics are really interesting and I have this good friend named Matt Raslam and he loves comics and especially like indie ones and sort of weird and yeah. So comics seem really interesting to me and like they have a lot of potential to make a great movie and a great story, but I don't know. I don't like I don't really like action movies. Like I hate when the premise is Destruction and cool effects. You don't like those uh, good so old shoot 'em up movies. No, not really. Uh, all right, so keep but on the Joker. Time. No, sorry, the Dark Knight Rises. Oh, yeah, Heath Ledger as a Joker. Oh man, I will okay. like. Yeah. You want to know how I got these cars? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's a choice of words. It's so <laughs> I'm excited for the new Joker movie. Well, for sure. I, as we're talking, we it turns are. out my unpopular opinion it seems to be more popular in the room. It at is least. Okay. So, in this room. So to keep this moving forward, now we've heard from Dylan and we've all chimed. Dan on Dylan's opinion. What what about you cinematically? Cinematically an unpopular opinion on action movies suck. Oh, there That's it is. It. Okay. There it is. Honestly, if I I don't nice really have segue. one. I have an unoriginal unpopular opinion and it's um Kurt Cobain once said that the best the only good documentary is uh, this is Spinal Tap, <laughs> and that is true. That is the only good rock documentary. Even though it's a mockumentary. Yes. That's what makes it so brilliant. And yeah. I think I would agree with him on that. It's that's if you haven't seen Spinal Tap, then maybe you and I, maybe you're older than I. Maybe you're an old soul, Lorraine, because I don't think so half people the people in me. this room know what Spinal Tap. Yeah, uh, we got someone shaking her head here saying I have no idea what Spinal that's Tap. There's a reason is. I haven't chimed in. Dylan, turn I, everything up to eleven. It sounds like a painful <laughs> medical procedure. Yeah. Could be. You guys. I think uh, for our listeners out there that don't know Spinal Tap, you have homework for this yeah. evening. That is a homework assignment. You need to watch Spinal Tap and appreciate it for all of its genius. All right. Well, we're running out of time, but quickly, unpopular opinions from you, from Russell and uh, Chris. What, what are you in, in movie-related unpopular? Okay, opinions? I'm gonna go real quick. My wife loves to choose uh, really gritty, dark, mm-hmm. upsetting, uh, horrible stories and. The way I see film is it's a two-hour escape from my dark, gritty, horrible existence. I'm just kidding, obviously. But you know what I mean? I don't need to watch. I don't like, like I, horror. I, no, horror's fun because that's it's that step. I'm talking about like... Um, he doesn't... Yeah. Light, like, I know light, what you're talking like, about. Yeah, like... Those char- are my favorite movies. I know, Of course they are. <laughs> Character studies that are super dark and, and just explore the worst parts, and they just... I, I just get filled with anxiety and frustration, and I go, you know what? I tuned in to watch a movie. I didn't tune in to watch two hours of... Oh, boy. <laughs> you don't want to cry. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's my two cents on that. When I, that's why I love big, splashy action movies and stuff like that. Because when I, when I watch a movie, I want an escape from the realities of life. Not a reminder of how bleak it can, it can be. Okay. You know? Russell, have you ever seen the movie Bug? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, Chris, <laughs> I don't like Avatar. I haven't seen oh, Avatar. Oh, that's a bit. That's gonna spark a lot of. I agree with him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Boring. 
blue people. Uh, it's, it's one of those yeah. movies that like was huge when it came out, and um, does anyone? I don't hear anyone talking about it anymore. Except that they're yeah. making four more of them. They're making really? four more. Have they even four made one more? more? No, no. They're releasing two and three in the next uh, two or three years, and then four and five. And then they're are going up. back to do a prequel, and they're going to other planets and all <laughs> kinds of stuff. Like it's going to be all like he has a he has like a five movie arc written, right. written well, and being filmed. If Jess had a mic right now, she was the 3D animation student she had in here. We're talking about, I don't know. I don't know how she would feel about us dissing Thumbs Avatar. Avatar. Yeah, big breakthrough it. or not big breakthrough? The animation's great, but the story is lame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, there we go. Yeah, it's there every, we go. From what I remember of it, it's every humanity sucks story ever told. Fair enough. Know? That's All right. great. Well, let's keep it there. Uh, Dylan Moore here with with Lorraine Postma. Yeah, we're doing. A, we're wrapping up our little campus conversations, um, where we bring uh, a ro- rotating roster of guests. Rotating roster of guests. Yeah, so there we it's, go. It's, it's been working out, I think. Uh, you can always give us feedback at campus.convo1 at gmail.com. Or if you want to be a guest on the show, you can do it at said email as well. Um, this was fun. Thanks for having me on. Oh, thanks for joining us. And I know at the beginning of the show, you brought up something that some tragic news that happened the other night. Yeah, tragic news. So as like an indie indie radio station, we, you know, like those independent artists. And Daniel Johnston just passed away yesterday i'm not really sure what time but he passed away due to a heart attack and dylan's gonna throw on a little bit of his music in the background he's an artist that came about in the 80s and if you've ever heard him before and maybe you enjoy his music i don't know it's very acoustic he's a very dedicated artist and a lot of the time he spent just re-recording over and over and over again his tapes to distribute he worked at mcdonald's for the longest time and just desperately wanted to be on mtv it's so cool so but so many people looked up to him members of the sonic youth kurt cobain rocked this shirt and if you know um a little weird frog that says hi how are you that is daniel johnson's art and um i just want to read a couple something here that jeff tweedy the frontman of wilco said says Daniel has managed to create in spite of his mental illness, not because of it. He's been honest in his portrayal of what he's been struggling with without overtly drawing attention to it. And yeah, honestly, I just wanted to say, rest in peace, Daniel. He's a beautiful artist. He's struggled with schizophrenia among, I believe, some other mental illnesses, but he powered through and he released beautiful music. It's 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 different. I, I when I'm it's listening different. to it, I don't know if I'd say beautiful, but no, no, it's, raw. It, it, it's it raw. is it's, it is beautiful. But when I listen to it, I'm like, this is I don't hear a lot like this, mm-hmm. and it's like it's interesting. I enjoy it, but then I look on YouTube and it's got like millions of views, and I'm like, wow, you wonder- there's something to this guy. I, I don't know him. Mm-hmm. But clearly, there's something that people attach on to. Exactly. And I think that's so awesome. There's something that, yeah, he really struck a chord in people and people struggling with mental illness. And he's just a really inspirational guy. He just, he creates in spite of mental illness, not because of it. I yeah, love that. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's a, it's a great message to put out there. So you'll be missed. This is Daniel Johnston with Honey, I Miss You. You guys have a great week, and we'll catch you next week for another Campus Conversations. I'm Dylan Moore. I'm Lorraine Postma. Take it easy. Take care.
Campus Conversations is hosted by myself, Dylan Moore, Lorraine Postma, and Russell Merritt-Bovell, who made a special appearance this week. Our outro music is Streetlights by Stephen Onprashen. Our guests for this week were Jessica Rulli, William Weber, Taylor Rosso, and Christopher Coral. Campus Conversations is recorded at 1015 The Hawk, located in Mohawk College. If you'd like to get in touch or be a guest on the show, you can contact us at campus.convo1 at gmail.com. Campus Conversations is recorded live every Thursday from 10 a.m. till 12 noon. We hope to hear from you. This episode is dedicated to Daniel Johnston, 